Table for Three, Table for Three podcast. Welcome to the Table for Three podcast. It's your girl, Deanna, episode 75. Um, I thought it was 73 when I came today, but it is 75. We checked. <laughs> um, of course, I'm joined by the beautiful, gorgeous Jaylen with oh, her, her, her hairstyle. Y'all, she has Y'all a beautiful know. hairstyle right now. We just love to see brows. it, guys. Don't okay. forget the brows. Yeah, bra- brows stay on flip. Listen, her to. brows <laughs> got to. Always. Y'all don't understand how early I get up just to make sure the brows is on. Like, I don't care what else is done. How long does it take you to do About brows? 20 minutes oh, what? on a fast day. Now, if, I'm late, if I could be cool, Karma Collective, about 30. Okay. And that's just, you know. When did you start doing your brows? I would say when I was at least 15. Like, if I show you, I had caterpillars. Like, they was lit. And I'm like, who let me walk out like that? But I thank God for you. <laughs> evolution. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they start off like that. Now they like this. But it's been a while. So they were, they were thick? Girl. Thick brows are in. I mean, not the ones I was... I, it just could have been shaped a little bit better. Okay, I feel Yeah, it. yeah. I like it defined. You feel me? But yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing really good. How are you, Deanna? I'm doing all right. I miss it's, you. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. Um, Tyler's not here, guys. In case Tyler you guys didn't get that it message. Up. Tyler doesn't like us anymore. Uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> I, I feel very mean. neglected. <laughs> Tyler's okay. avoiding Chris. <laughs> of course, Chris is here because he was not here last episode, so y'all probably didn't miss him as well. But um, <laughs> he's here. How, how have you how have you been? I your life been, has been very exciting. My life has been very busy. Uh, I started the top of 2022 off uh, with the most bullshit of bullshit. Uh, so ball drops at midnight, right? Mm-hmm. At 1 a.m., uh, I go to, uh, you know, get in bed, start going to sleep, and I have a humidifier I'd be turning on, you know, mm-hmm. to help me breathe and shit. You know, humidifiers are good for you when you're sleeping. Keeps my nose not so dry. The bitch was broken. It just wouldn't turn on. And mm. I was like, huh, okay. Well, that that kind of sucks. I'm not starting off the new year. Then I go to, I have an electric toothbrush. I go to brush my teeth. My toothbrush is broken. What? And I was like, <laughs> okay. But you know, it's the shadow period of Mer- Mercury retrograde. So that's like, you know, all technology, all like, so it's going to be like whack. I uh, wake up the following morning, go, you know how I'm a coffee connoisseur. My Keurig is broken. Oh, wow. I go Christmas. to start grading papers. My laptop is broken. Mm. And then I go to get in my car and I had to take my car to the shop because my car was fucking broken. Oh. So within the first 24 hours, I lost <laughs> my car, my computer, my coffee maker, my fucking humidifier and... What else did I fucking say? Um, Something else. Too many things. Yeah. So I was like, you know like what? Fuck 2022. When they say, they say we ain't, we, But my, my thought process is we starting off on a bad note so it can only get better, right? Exactly. exactly. So go, that's a good perspective for sure. Yeah. And you still here? Ain't no way it can get any more broken than everything <laughs> that I own being broken. Yeah. I mean, you can only yes. go up from here. Uh, <laughs> so tonight we are joined by a special guest. Um, Mr. Lawrence Kane Jr., the money man. <laughs> He's going to be helping us with the money problems, okay? <laughs> money challenges. We don't have problems. We just got challenges. Biggie said, more money, more problems. Yeah, I but... want more so I can know if he was right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's true. That's true. Was he right? Okay, so I guess I'll just start off with the question of the day. Um, it's actually more of a fun, easy question, and it's not very um, 
difficult, but everyone is usually um, probably up on their social media besides Chris. He don't be on social media. <laughs> but um, I don't know if anyone has seen the question. If you had the choice to receive 200K right now, someone just give you 200K or flip a coin to possibly receive 40 million, what would you do? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. If I go first? I'll go first, actually. I'll go first. Um, So, I'm not a person that likes to leave things up to chance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I like security. Uh-huh. And although 40 million would be great, imagine walking away with nothing. That's I, what I'm, I'm going to take my 200K. Look, when you had two out of... Yeah, you said what you I'm said. I'm going to take my 200K. I'll be so mad, though, because... But then the, slave, the person after me, like say someone went after you and they flipped the coin and they got forty million. I hope I'm not something. there to see it. I, I, just, I wish I they went. I wish they well. But no, I feel like mm. I'd be like I I deserve twenty percent of that for not flipping the coin and just I I essentially like, let you get this forty million. Then is it like manifestation? If you believe it, will it be what you need it to be? If you had the faith for it, so it's like yeah. Mm, ciao. So you would take the two hundred. I don't. Mm. <laughs> I will say I'm going to take the 200K, but I feel, I really think it's obtainable. But it's like, damn, you could really come out with nothing. And you had two, ch- you know what I'm saying? At least a chance to actually grab something. That, and it was know, guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. I want to answer before you just because you're the money man. So I feel like your, your answer is going to be the best answer. Right. <laughs> I bet. So for me, my thought process, my initial thought was, oh, well, the 200K for sure, because it's guaranteed money. But then I started thinking just about my personality, and I'm very much a go big or go home. Mm -hmm. I I was pretty sure you would say 40. And on top of that, I am in a situation in life where I don't necessarily need money. Yeah, a ton of money would be a blessing, but like I I can survive. I'm, you know, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not in a situation where I'm struggling. Like, yeah, I'm not rich, but I can afford to survive. So... 200K would be a blessing for sure, but I don't need it. So why not go big or go home? If I don't win the 40 million, it's not like it's affecting me anyways. Whereas 40 million, that affects me. So I Mm. think I would risk it. Mm. I think I I would flip the coin. I like it. You gave me a new perspective. I really didn't think of it that way. Mm. Like, it's not like it's like I'm in a dire situation where it's like, "Mm, I absolutely need 200K for this, you know, Goal or something like that, but I'm still gonna take it. But that perspective, I like it. I hadn't thought mm-hmm. of it that way. I respect it too, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. For sure. I think for me, so you look at the 40 million and the chance to do it, and you look at again instantly 200k, and you you flip the coin, it's 50 50. You get the 200k, it's 100 percent. And my my younger self would have flipped the coin. Younger self would have flipped the coin. I'm like, whatever. I'm with it. But I'm older now. Mm-hmm. And because I know what I can do with 200K now, mm-hmm. first of all, I know what I can do with 2,000 now. But mm-hmm. <laughs> 200K instantly, just like that, that, that can really... That can change uh, the trajectory of mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. So I know for sure 
I would pick the two hundred thousand and be able to. I would instantly save half of it, but that one hundred k is gonna definitely do some things immediately oh, to change sure. some, mm-hmm. some, some things. But that for, I mean, forty million. I, I mean, again, I ne- I I don't need a lot of money to be happy and to make moves. So I, I'm really not enticed by a lot. Like big numbers don't excite me. Mm-hmm. Big opportunity does. So the 200k definitely is like I'm taking and we we see a lot of these online. Yeah, like this. I'm taking the cash every time, unless it's this one in particular. But it's is it the Jay Z one? No, nah, definitely not. Yeah, I was. Gonna I actually, yeah, I'm taking the cash. Every I actually time. troll yeah. people, so people be mm-hmm. people will say certain things about money. Like if you had 100k right now, what would you do? I'd be like, have dinner with Jay Z. But just to mess with people. But no, it's one. So it's like, which one would you take? $2 million cash today. $20,000 a month for 20 years. Or a penny doubled every day for 31 days. That one. Right? Yeah. So... What you 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 sound you look like you you're... Uh, hold on okay so you said <laughs> yeah he the, it was the penny threw me I'm yeah, like yeah, okay. the penny so, threw me too so uh, two million dollars cash today okay twenty thousand dollars a month for twenty years okay so again whatever you do with this twenty k January fourteenth February fourteenth which is Valentine's Day you getting another twenty bands okay so you do that for twenty years right or a penny double every day. Don't be on your phone. Okay, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> a penny double every day, right, for 31 days. So, again, a penny today, tomorrow, two cent, next day, four cent, and so forth. So, mm-hmm. right now, give me your answer. Don't don't think no more. Penny. I can't. You don't penny. I'm just going with the two million. You're going to go with the two million. That's mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I think I'm going to go with the 20000 Okay. For 20. For 20 years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you... Um... I tried to do the math, but you got me nervous <laughs> and shit. I was... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Let's say it's 54. <laughs> so, so the math is obviously two, two million is two million. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's changing lives for sure. $20,000 a month for 20 years comes up to about I want to say 4.9 million. Mm-hmm. I got 4.8, yep. 4.9 million. The penny double every day for 31 days is 10.6 million. A t- so I'm not okay for 31 days. <laughs> right, I'm Cause like, this, Because this it's one. exponential. Because it doubles. So okay. it's it's compounding. So, oh, so when you're you doing lo- two, four, uh-uh. It literally two. raises like this. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they go one, higher, two, higher four, eight, 16. Uh, yeah. so, okay. So basically, when you get to, <laughs> when you get to like day 20, mm-hmm. that's when it yep. gets interesting because it's going from like $300 to $600 to $1,200 to tw- like it gets this crazy double effect to where about, so just think day 30. It's five point three million, but day thirty one, it doubles. Wow! <laughs> so it's ten point six. So I do I do this exercise with with, with the kids uh, that we do our, our our money seeds program with, and it's always interesting. Again, 
when we talk about money, it's really no, it's no wrong answer, except for dinner with Jay Z. Yeah, like <laughs> who would do that? You know, some what I'm saying? people would. There's people on the internet right now that is the fit going to it's the grave, the woke crew. fighting for dinner with Jay Z. Jay Z can give it. you the 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 keys. I'm like, who said he want to sit at dinner and talk about <laughs> how <laughs> you can make saying? money? Maybe you just want to no. eat dinner. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. A young man did take a dinner with Boosie over twenty thousand recently, though. That was, I mean, I was shocked, but. I'll take Conscious Kitchen over dinner with Boosie. (laughs) Of all people, (laughs) right? To choose over the $20,000. No, he literally, he said, he said that he already was getting a Boosie feature, so he gonna make more than that $20,000. I ain't seen nothing else about it, Shoulders, pants. More power to that guy. I have a feeling he ain't gonna make no $20,000. I do too. I do too, but I didn't want to hate on him. You know, it's his choice. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought it was a little weird myself. Mm-hmm. But, hey, if I ain't choosing dinner with nobody it's... over some money that's going to change my family life. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Except for Jesus. Okay, so we coming out of um, Christmas season, holiday season, you know, whatever y'all celebrate. Everybody celebrate different things. Um, and around that time, usually... Finances be tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Finances be tight. So, I was wondering, what is the most expensive gift you've ever bought someone? Wow. That's a mm. most expensive gift? Actually, oh, I got, I got, you know what? I just came up with another layer to this question. What's the most expensive gift and what is the most valuable gift? It's those two different things. Now we get deep on this. Mm-hmm. Like ever or this past year? Yeah. Ever. Ugh. You talking to somebody who just started buying people yeah. gifts? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really do, <laughs> I don't do Christmas like that. Hey. Okay. So it should be easy. Ooh. I mean, yeah, but it's... I mean, but they're like basic because it's so easy. So like... It's uh, okay. This last Christmas is probably the most all out that I went. Uh, I bought... It's probably the most expensive and the most valuable, actually. Uh, I bought Shayla uh, the new Cricut maker or whatever. Which is oh, okay. 400 bucks. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's and expensive, I bought her a bracelet. Yeah. You said 400 bucks. That's not gross. See, yeah, but I buy her, like, way more expensive things outside of that. So, like, like okay. I've taken her to Aruba type shit. So, like, that's expensive as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I bought her jewelry and shit, which is more expensive. It's yeah. just, like, for Christmas, I don't go all out. So, it's, like... For me, it's like, well, that's not even a good gift compared to some of the other gifts I have. But if it's just something that she loved and wanted. Oh, yeah, she really wanted I got, I got a, a, cric- a Cricket Explorer Air for Christmas. I'm I don't know the, the difference. <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> Mine's retail for 200 <laughs> But I loved it, and I, that's what I wanted, so. <laughs> yeah, hers are pretty dope. She, she's fucked with hers. Yeah, when you just moved in. What is it? Does it cook coffee? It clothes? No, a Cricket... <laughs> A cricket. I think it does like design shit. Yes, oh, it does. Okay. It's because I'm, um, I'm like, like man, a, a vinyl cutter and printer. Okay, yeah. you can make all kinds of arts. T-shirts, shit with it. Like, okay. uh, mugs. Yeah. I forgot you can like make that. clothes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you can do like okay, designs on shirts. Yeah, it's for I your like business that. typically. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you okay. can use that. Okay. The, it's like the first. Never- the, uh, the 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 first ever 3D printer, but it doesn't print 3D. It just prints. That is dope. Okay. Nah, that's that's good. Did your wife make stuff like that? 
my mother-in-law does. Okay, okay, I was about to say, because I follow her page, too, because uh, I be calling myself trying to blog. We both been trying to blog for two mm-hmm. years, but we won't say consistent. Uh, but <laughs> her blog is great, by the Thank way. Thank you. Thank you. Nah, she, she puts in a lot of work on it, man. And uh, so her, her mother... Her mother is the the we actually bought her mom a cricket at one point in time mm-hmm. for I think Mother's Day or her birthday. But the crazy thing is with our holiday situation. So my wife's birthday is December twenty second. Then we have Christmas. Then my birthday is January first. Oof. So you know holiday season. And we ain't gonna talk about that other birthdays weird. and stuff like that. <laughs> but um. I think the most expensive was actually this year. I bought her a coach uh, purse and wallet uh, for for uh, Christmas slash birthday, if you will. So she had this long list, and you know we 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 got most of it. And then I think for me the most valuable gift that I've I've bought somebody. Um, I I would probably say this year as well. So my my mother, I, b- I bought her this. Uh, you know, a lot of people have the portrait uh, mm-hmm. inside of the diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought her one with um, me and my granny who passed away some years ago. Uh, yeah, so I bought her that. She wasn't, ex- I mean, she ain't know it was, you know, I was buying her or anything like that. So I think that to me, that was uh, at least I felt real good giving her that because it was unexpected. Right. And she really appreciated it. And it had like purple. Rhinestones, which was my granny's favorite color. So that's great. Cool. Yeah, that's a great gift, actually. Yeah. Very valuable. Jalen, are you still trying to figure out? You say hey, you on bad stuff for people. Listen, listen. <laughs> okay. We just, I just, I'm being like, damn, when was my first Christmas? But no, the most expensive gift I bought, I bought my best friend a coach wallet, which he's getting tomorrow. So I'm excited. Um, hmm, the most valuable. I mean, mm, and stuff, it's stuff that they like. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Be something to it's them. A value, it's a value. Yeah, that's what makes it valuable. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So everything I get, I feel like <laughs> has some type of value. Because, like, my best friend, she likes blankets. I do that for her. She loves art. So I buy mm. her num- paint by numbers and stuff like that, yarn. Mm-hmm. And I got her a Papa John's gift card. So that's up. Like, that's valuable right. as a package. I fed you, gave you something to do. <laughs> And get you a blanket to cover up when you get tired. You feel me? Like that's that's, that's nice. Yeah, it's a whole. You just created a whole vibe. Yeah, that Absolutely. she likes. That's what she likes. So yeah. right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have any like kids. I'm by myself. Like oh, we don't really no. do Christmas do for real. Yeah, kids. I don't got no kids. <laughs> Fuck them <Christmas>. kids. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, you, I got I, kids, but I mean, yeah. I. Ain't... I mean, we we do good. We do a lot for them, but they got that's what they got grandparents for. Yeah, <laughs> we just say, yeah, this what this what they want, y'all. Yeah. Go get it. I'm that's right. <laughs> I did buy my son some Jordan, like two pair of Jordans or something like that. Mm. I mean, that's, where you that's get them from? StockX. Okay. Oof! So you paid a pretty See, penny. Yeah. He's young, so they were like one okay, twenty cool. or something like right. that. Nothing, nothing too. Off the top, I actually spoiled myself this holiday season because my birthday was, like I said, New Year's. Yeah, so. we spoil ourselves. So sometimes. I got, I got a little, you know, a little carried away. So I'm, oh. I'm on like a spending freeze right now oh, okay. for, uh, <laughs> for the New Year. Treat yourself. Well, hey, you got to. Yeah. Um, so the most expensive gift that I ever bought was probably an Xbox. Um, mm. yeah. And I'm cheap, so I didn't want to spend it, but I bought it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the most valuable gift was. 
this this year I bought myself some cookware and I know that's right. Yes, ain't nothing ma'am. better than new cookware, okay. child. Okay. I you love new said. cookware. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was stuck it. between which one I was gonna get, but mm-hmm. because I try to, you know, I was checking out the sales because you know, obviously you got Black Friday and then all the mm-hmm. other days and stuff going on sale. So I was constantly like checking. JCPenney, Macy's, you know, because I didn't want to get it from... The thing is, some stuff, you really get what you pay for. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you can try to find a deal, but some stuff, you got to get trusted brands. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, didn't want to go to Walmart or anything. So, I'm looking at Target, Macy's, JCPenney. (laughs) Walmart, they cook where it's horrible. But, so I ended up going to JCPenney's. They had a really good sale. I ended up getting some from... Amazon. Amazon is always a plus too. Right. And and them them pans, them pops. You so funny. They they hit different for sure. Yeah, it's 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 it's, and I ain't a big cook. I was just about to say that. But but I feel like a cook with them. I was just about to say (laughs) good cookware makes you want to cook. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like it makes you have more fun when you cook. And then you know when your pants get old and be like um, stuff be sticking to it. Sticking sticking to it or the pan be like kind of coming off and stuff like discoloration at the bottom. It's like time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, you're gonna hate me for it, but uh, Shayla just sent me these pots and pans today, and they're like the coolest fucking pots and pans I've ever seen in my fucking life. I'm at the look. They're they're the non-stick, but they're not the same non-stick as what they you they typically sell, which is actually like really a lot of chemicals and really bad for your food because once it burns, it's fucking really bad. These are non-stick. They can't burn. They can't rust. Uh, they come with like magnetic little storage things where you just slide it in its slot and it just sticks so it will mm. never fall out. It comes with like lid containers and mm. shit to store it really well. And they they like don't even need cleaned. Oh like you gosh. can cook the craziest shit in it and then just take a cloth and wipe it and it's clean. So well, you, know you giving I'm me the vibes and we coming over for dinner. I don't so have these. Oh, uh, Shayla just sent it to me today and I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> these things is crazy. You know that he had like, them too. No, I would love to have these. I didn't like the price, going but they to, probably uh, brunch. Yeah, see, outrageous. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, I honestly thought it was going to be like 500 Oh, nah. Not 400 for cookware is like not bad? No, I'm fast bad. You know okay. they, you know yeah. they, they'll. Because um, I think I spent a hundred and some, and I thought that was kind of cheap. That's why I, I was like, uh, I got like the the thirty five dollar Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah. no, you yeah, know, yeah. Levels, yeah. Yeah. What you said. yeah, because when you I was looking, like, so what I usually do is look for um, affordable. Um, I'm trying to think of what I Google. I Google like affordable. Um, Reliable or um, long-lasting cookware or something like that. And so, like, T-Fowl—is that how you say T-Fowl? T-Fowl and Faberware. Those are the ones that Mm. fit into that category. I went with Faberware, but— Now that we've we've done our our cooking segment, um. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I got mixed up with a teaspoon and a tablespoon. Oof. I was making French toast, my goofy butt. Oof. So I put more tablespoon. I put a tablespoon of vanilla extract, a tablespoon of sugar, but only a teaspoon. I should have just added a tablespoon of the you know the cinnamon. I was disappointed. But it's okay. We can go back I to like, the drawing I like board. a lot of sugar. Stuff. See, I be eyeing mm, my seasoning. I feel like it was. It could use some more I cinnamon. Um, I hate using teaspoons cups, and tablespoons. Man. 
You need yeah. some actual measuring cups. I was reading. This thing is, I'll be under the influence too damn much. Yep. That's the problem. Mm. So okay. I need to get out the kitchen. No, see, that's when you <laughs> stop using the cookbook. I'm telling you. you that's when it turns out the best. You, you said what you when said. When you're okay. fried and you're just like, oh, but I bet some cinnamon would go so well in this. And it's like, no one would ever add cinnamon to whatever it is you're cooking. But for whatever reason, that high thought, and then you try it and you're like, yo, this cinnamon slaps. <laughs> or does it slap because you have? Could be both. Okay. Mm-hmm. No one knows. Long the world is never- exactly. <laughs> no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. <I love> that. <laughs> so, um, you said that right now that you are because you went a little crazy around your birthday and Christmas right now. Like yo, you have froze your own fr- froze froze your own assets. Yeah. yeah. What What would you say is the best way to recover from holiday spending? The biggest thing Top that it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the so, easy. So, I, so I'll give you. So from from the yearly perspective, right? We know that Christmas comes every December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. So what you do going into a new year is that you really plan and strategize around how you're going to attack the um, the calendar. Right. Right. Because the calendar really controls a lot of our spending. Mm-hmm. If you look right. at First holidays, month, rent, at, mortgage, when it's mm-hmm. right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You look at birthdays, right? There are certain birthdays that you know you're going to have to celebrate, you know, um, anniversaries for k- people with kids, back to school. Like it's, it's a lot of things that happen throughout the year that almost forces you to spend money. So specifically with Christmas, what you do is so, if you haven't done so, you look at everything that you've bought as far as the amounts for Christmas or holiday season. Then you divide that number by 12, by 11. And that should be a goal of uh, an an additional savings goal for this year, 2022. So give you an example. Mine was around, um, I want to say like 1,500 that I spent total for um, holiday season. So that's really only an extra $150 a month between now and November because I want to I be done in November so that that now is my Christmas budget. Because, right. again, a lot of that stuff was like me being over the top. I don't, I, again, I know how to shop. I know how to plan. I know, again, we people send us our list. We got, you know, everybody's list, and we're like, okay, I'm automatically looking at, all right, what's the cheapest one? If you ain't my wife, I'm getting you the cheapest thing on your list. Hey, listen. You know what I mean? So that that's how I shop. And then, again, I'm looking for deals. I'm, I'm you know, saying to myself, this is... The problem isn't that people don't make a budget. It's that they don't stick to it. You know what I mean? Like, they don't... They that's don't, And they don't set price points either. So, again, you looking at... You're gonna spend money. The, now the goal is I don't want to. I want to spend. I want to get the quality at the best price. Right. Right. So we're talking pots and pans, but it's like, again, there's levels, and it's like okay, my budget for this is eighty dollars, but if you see something that costs one twenty, do you have the discipline to just stick to your guns and only get the eighty? You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. where the di- financial discipline kicks in. So it's really not about, you know, doing anything extravagant, you know, to recover. 
it's really about refocusing. It's mm-hmm. about reallocation. You know, if you know how much, you can kind of estimate how much money you're going to make this year. So now you get to tell your money where to go. Remember, money is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. So something that my mentor, Oof. Al Riddick, used, he, he talks about. <laughs> yeah, my, my, yeah, so, you know, and again, for, you know, again, we got my book, Money Seeds, right here. It's like you control your spending by controlling your emotions. So... Mm. When we get hype about something, that's an emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got it. Like, I ain't got the shoes on right now, but I was going to wear these. Uh, so far, these, uh, Thanks, thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only $44. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, I shop smart. But there was some uh, Pumas that came out at the end of the year that I thought was coming out a little earlier. I had, I mean, I seen they was on Puma. I had to get them. Now, I ain't know they was going to be 160 but because I normally don't spend a, again over a hundred for shoes, but they were some Nipsey Hustle edition Puma, so I bought them. But it's like again, I plan for these things. I'm like, okay, I know, and that's why it's like again, again, I one of the things that you probably see online is I talk about there's food at home. <laughs> yep, yeah. got, got the shirt on underneath the Invest in Black Women hoodie, <laughs> you but um, you know, again, I I I, I make eating at home the exception. I mean, the rule so that the exception can be if I want to go have a date night and, and out to eat with my wife, I'm not like, dang, I, I'm spending too much money. No, I can do it happily because I've been eating peanut butter jellies at the crib. We've been eating stretch meals, which I call, you know, pasta, you know, spaghetti, all of that. Those are stretch meals because we know it's going to be leftovers. Right. You know, because it's five of us. So, we eat those stretch meals throughout the week so that the weekend we can, you know, yeah, it's pizza night on Fridays now. Like, mm-hmm. kitchen closed Friday. We're not cooking. Neither one of us want to cook. I I got my business. She's a teacher. Friday by Friday, about time Friday come, we're not cooking, mm-hmm. right? So it's 50 Fridays in a year. Right. But what about that Sunday through Thursday? Now, that's way more days than that Friday. Friday. So... I'm doing real good Sunday through Thursday, so Friday don't feel as bad. You know, and again, it's just, it ain't even balance. It's just about processing. Right. You know, so all of your finances is really about what is your process for um, the purchases. Right. You know, what, it, what like some people get enticed to spend money, uh, more money on certain things than I would, right? They may... They might spend $225 on shoes every time they buy shoes. The Vapor Max, the Jordans on re- retail, you know, but they wouldn't buy their child a $175 bowling ball. Right. Like I would. <laughs> like I have before. You know what I mean? So everybody has their uh, frivolous things that they, you know, they naturally uh, don't care to, like, spend more money on. So the challenge is always creating a plan and seeing where your money is going. You know, we use an app called Personal Capital. It's a free uh, budgeting app. It shows your net worth. It shows everything about your finances. It shows your tendencies um, as you input stuff in. Um, What's and the name of that again? Per- Personal Capital. Okay. So, uh, so that's like my favorite app to use. I have somebody who I'm really um, cool with. Uh, she's in the process of launching a fintech company. Um, out of New York. So once she gets her app all together, we're going to migrate everybody over there. Okay. But um, 
But uh, yeah, so I, I use personal capital, but then me and my wife also have financial meetings and we have a Kane household budget. Um, Google Sheet. So we input everything on there as well. So she can see what's coming out, what's due. Did we pay these things? Um, and we look at it by, by weekly. <coughs> We're starting to do it by weekly now on top of our marriage meetings. So, um, you know, again, it's about having a financial system. Like you got, when you work these jobs, they got financial systems. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't be able to pay you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're in Timeless Studios right now. Like, if it ain't no systems in place, we can't record here. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, every everybody has a system and processes that makes them successful. We have to have that same energy when it comes to our finances. And that's what I really teach really about just, again, making the financial uh, conversations, making the financial um, you know, lessons and, you know, the, the financial work that you got to put in. We just trying to make it a little bit uh, less stressful for a lot of people because financial happiness is what we're after. We're not after, you know, again, 40 million versus, you know, 500,000. We're just after living a good life, taking trips to Aruba and going, taking Disney, right. you know, Disney trips and making those memories. We're, we're really after experiences, you right. know, more so mm -hmm. of this you know, everybody ain't going to be Elon Musk or, yeah. you know, uh, Jeff Bezos. Like, I don't think you grow up to even want that. I think you just, again, you want Yeah, I want to experience things. life and be comfortable and be able to do stuff mm -hmm. with my, my, my daughter, you know. Yeah. And stuff. Um, but honestly, um, when you were talking about, um, like, emotions and our money, so it was a great segue into one of my questions. So I feel like my spending got worse when um, companies like Klarna or Afterpay mm. hit the market because now you're looking at stuff like, oh, okay, so I only got to pay this today and then I do three more installments to this. Yeah. So I was wondering, do you think um, services like Klarna or Afterpay or paying for or um, detrimental or, or are they helpful? I think that you have to look at them as, as, as a, another form of a bank, mm -hmm. right? So to say that they're, they're bad, but then we say, oh, but you can finance a car. Like mm -hmm. people get car notes every day, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but, but also at the same token, people are, you know, if, a, if something costs $100, I can use Klarna Afterpay to just pay $25 right now and then be it because I can afford that and $25 next month. Like, yeah. it's not, but but again, what it is just being mindful of your money. You don't want to have seven things on Afterpay. Yeah. Right? So you have to, you Afterpay set a price. Again, it's, it's all about price points. So how much am I willing to put? Because mm -hmm. I'll be real, when I first went, full-time with Abundance University, I needed a new laptop. And I was, I was, I was on Microsoft and I, cause I, I really like their products and I ended up getting a Surface laptop. I still have it to the day. And I used Klarna. I didn't even know Klarna was a thing like mm -hmm. when I did it. So I'm like, what? No interest? That's all I was thinking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No interest? What? That's $44 a, a month? I got that. I charge $100 a month for coaching at the time. You know what I mean? And, I'm like, I just gotta get one client and do this. So it, it worked, you know, it worked out. And again, that 
that was one of the biggest investments in my brand. Like I, I wouldn't be where I'm at without that laptop because I, I was getting work done. And I think because I was paying on it every month, I'm like, I got to use this every day. Hey, you know let's I mean? get your money's worth. Yeah, I was getting yep. my money's worth. So, but but when you start using it to buy clothes and stuff, that's where again you still got to be mindful because it's like, okay, well. Could you just wait till the next paycheck to mm-hmm. put that extra money on there? Or, you know, because there are some small businesses that now accept after paying mm-hmm. stuff. So I would never say don't use it. I would just say, again, be mindful of your cash flow. Cash flow is everything. That That's the biggest thing. We, we're not taught about cash flow. Cash flow is the frequency in which money is going in versus coming out and the amounts. So if you if you understand your cash flow and if your positive cash or if your cash flow positive meaning you have more money coming in that has to go out then yeah you can use some afterpay like you, yeah. you got an extra seven hundred dollars in spending money that you can use but it's when you start again you already got sixty percent of your money going towards debt and you're trying to do afterpay and you're try- like it's it's like yeah. no you gotta you gotta suppress your um, desire to get these things in this season so that you can, you know, again, get to your ultimate goal of of, of that financial uh success. So I think that's that's really the main thing. I'm not I'm not against, I mean, that's like saying I'm against layaway or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's it, it's, it's for people, you know what I mean? That that yeah, can I think buy it's some stuff. like a great tool, but I do think it's easy to abuse it. Yep. Like I um I got fucked by afterpay. Listen, mm. I um I've never used that. And afterpay. it's funny, like, because sometimes I'll actually have all the money, but I'm like, I only want to spend 20 today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a lot of times I have all the money. I'm like, I don't want to spend all the money today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just going to spend whatever it is, you know, and just let them take, you know, take out the rest and three more installments. But um, <laughs> it's stuff that I feel like had Atherpay or Chlorina not existed, I'd be like, I don't need that. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to spend this uh, $200 or I don't want to, I'll just wait. And now it's like, mm, I don't need it, but I really want it. And it's only this much day, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I've actually, I mean, when it first, when Chlorna Atherpay first came out, I was abusing it. But now <laughs> I, I go and I look, I'm, how many Chlorna's do I have open? Or how mm-hmm. many Atherpays do I have open? Because... Mm-hmm. They'll sneak up on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, forget right. that you have it, and then they taking money, and then all of a sudden you had this bill due or something like this. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it, it, I mean, it can be a great tool because, like, I'm, I'm in school right now. I went back to school, and um, one of my books, the bookstore, they they accept PayPal, and PayPal has paying for, and mm-hmm. I just use paying for it to, you know, get the textbook that I want mm-hmm. instead of having to spend all that money up front. So it definitely can be helpful. Um, you know, as long as you know how to be keep it in check. Yeah. Right. That's that, I mean, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. It don't matter what your expenses be are. If you're mindful of your money and you know, again, I, I tell people, I, all my clients, we're looking at, all right, you got paid today. What's, what's due between now and the next time you get paid? Some people don't even know that. Some people, only thing we know is rent due on the first. Right. After that, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what, what else is. I know I pay for these things, but I don't know the actual due date. I don't know what the average has been over the last six months. Right. And it's like, all right, start storing that information so you right. can see 
And you want to make sure, again, you avoid being taken up top or being, oh, they didn't double charge me. or they, You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that happened. You know, working exactly, and where, where you time. work at. I mean, I, when I worked in 24-hour banking, we had people not being mindful of their money and, you know, stuff was coming out. And, you know, it's hard to get that money back when you got to, you know. Overdraft fees. Yeah, when you're getting overdraft fees and all type mm-hmm. of stuff. So. Yep. so what is the difference between a bank and a credit union for those of us who don't know? And the biggest thing is, you know, credit unions are uh, mainly set up non- nonprofit and they, you know, they're regulated under a different uh, organization and they really focus on membership base. So like when you when you when you get an account with a bank, you're, you're a client. When you get, a, you know, open up an account with a credit union, you're a member. So you have membership um, perks. And right. things of that nature. So, I mean, they're just trying to, uh, I mean, obviously it's a competitor of a bank, but, the, but essentially you get access to different rates and different uh, programs in it. And then you got, you know, the online banks like Ally that, you mm-hmm. know, kind of work like, they, they 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 work as a credit union, but they, you know, right. obviously function, uh, they function as a bank. So that's the biggest thing. So, you know, you always want to have more than one bank anyway. Mm-hmm. Um Never you want never want to put all your eggs in one basket. But not even that. You want to have access to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, when I was working at, at U.S. Bank uh, on a Saturday, um, was at work, and we kept getting these ca- I kept getting these calls where, like, people were like, my debit card not working. And I'm thinking, like, typically, you know, if you go out of town or something, you don't let them know, they freeze, and you just got to, we just got to take you, you know, transfer you to the, Fraud department, and you know, you just verify, hey, yeah, that's me purchasing it, and they unfreeze it right there, and you can spend it. So after like five straight calls like that, I'm like, all right, what's going on? So my coworker uh, was like, check your email, check my email, servers down in Oregon, all those servers control debit cards and credit cards. Wow. So you can't withdraw money, you can't spend money with your credit card. It's a Saturday. Wow. It's four o'clock. I didn't get off until 9.30. So we got calls saying, I drove three hours to this shopping mall and I can't, you t- telling me I can't use my card? I'm like, yep, that's what I'm telling you. Wow. So it, that, soon that, that, as How that. How many times did you cussed out that day? Oh man, that was the most calls I ever took. I used to average <laughs> like, we think we used to average like 100 calls. I think I was at like 175 that day. <laughs> I couldn't wait till 9.30. I, I went in after call last five minutes. I said, hey, just doc, they can just write me up. You mm-hmm. said so, what you said. Yep. So, I mean, that those situations you can't control. Like, what? There, there's nothing that can happen, right? Especially on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Banks are closed. So you can't even go into a branch, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and withdraw money. So <laughs> what can you do? So it's always good to, you know, have use multiple banks or financial institutions, uh, period, and um, again, just always have have a, a purpose for uh, developing the relationships with the bank. I mean, I record my podcast at First Financial Bank's community room. Hmm. Like they don't charge me, so I invite people there. They people think I work at the bank. I'm like, nah, I just you know these are my people, They're my partner, community partner. So you know, it's always good to build those relationships with the banks and uh, institutions so that. Again, when we talk about growing our money or, you know, starting a business, 
now they know you're a good person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now they don't be as re- weary as like, oh, they, they trying to get a loan from us? Like, yeah, I am because you know I'm good people. So that that's that's always an, another thing to develop. Um, and we talk about, again, we got six pillars with Abundance University. So relationships is one of them. So, so how did how did you get started with Abundance University? The long story short is I've I've always been in finance. So after I got my business degree, I worked at U.S. Bank for two years, left there, did financial aid at Antonelli College, and then left there, worked at a uh, private lending uh, startup uh, in Blue Ash. And while I was there, I was trying to give them ideas on how I can be better for them um, and trying to get them to create me a position to where I uh, went to schools and uh, taught financial literacy. Because I'm like, if we got smarter uh, clients, then those smarter clients will then actually pay their student loans or their home improvement loans. Uh, So they told me no. And I was like, well, I'm going to start my own company. So um, I started part-time, you know, doing workshops in the community. Uh, Financial empowerment workshops is what we called them. So Maybe we were just teaching people early what we learned late, teaching people again how to make sure that they uh, have a plan for their finances and things of that nature. That was back in 2015. And uh, it just morphed into this, you know, brand of, you know, again, me doing speaking engagements and doing workshops. Uh, 2017, I worked, I wrote Money Seeds 30 Financial Principles. Uh, self-published it, designed a book cover, all of that good stuff. So it took me about three three to four months to do that. Um, then we started working with schools uh, through after-school programs, uh, offering one-on-one financial That's culture great. for adults. Um, and uh, again, but now we're in 2022. Uh, our biggest focus uh, this year is uh, speaking to colleges. So we want to speak to about 28 colleges. Uh, we want to work with about uh, 10 to 30 uh, high schools and uh, work with about, I work with about 10, uh, 10 to 12 uh, one-on-one clients. And then we have an online Patreon as well. So if people can't afford our services, uh, they can go to the Patreon. They can, you can sign your kid up for our, our Dreamer package, which is $5 a month, and they get access to our uh, Money Seeds program. And uh, adults can sign up for $9 a month to get the Streamer package. So... It just, I've always had a passion to help people, um, but, you know, I just kind of grew into this space of finance because nobody taught us these things. You know, a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. that I, I I know now came from me having to find out the hard way. You know, I, I got a young lady uh, who's, who's uh, you know, considered one of my daughters uh, from church. She's like 21 years old with a 750 credit score right now. And Damn. I'm like... When I was your age, I I don't even think I had a savings account. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but again, because she listened to me and I'm like, look, you need to do X, Y, Z. You know, that's that's what I do it for, you know? And and then again, I got cl- one-on-one clients older than me. So, you know, we're working on, again, making sure that they can uh, grow their finances in a way that doesn't feel stressful because, you know, it, it's a, we are in a pandemic still and, some people just they they want to be better and 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 they just sometimes don't have the resources readily available. So I'm just trying to be that resource in 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 a 
society that ain't really resourceful? Um, so, sorry, I had a question, but I lost it. <laughs> um, okay, so where can someone access their full credit report for free if they wanted to, like, um, start working on their credit and trying to, um, because I know it's, Things like credit karma and things like that, but that's not you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You you credit karma until you have an 800. You go back car, <laughs> they be like, ma'am, you have a 575 credit score. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, because it's simulated. It's a yeah. simulated score. So I mean, you go to annualcreditreport.com to get the actual report, and then you know they make you do some stuff to get the the credit score. But it's really, I mean, one of the principles in my book is you know if if cash is king, credit is the ace. Right, so when you're playing cards, you know, use Ace gonna trump everything else other than jokers, but that's a whole nother space story. But I don't even know how to play space. It's okay. We're not, so we not gonna judge court. you. We're not gonna okay. judge you. We don't judge you in, in 2022. Okay. We'll, we'll <laughs> judge. See you. <laughs> you still make me feel better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so when it comes to credit, you're, you're just think of when we use credit. It's really about three to four instances that you're actively going to use credit. Buying a car, buying a house, probably using it on vacation because they may need a major credit card. They're not taking no debit card, right? Renting a car. And then they pull your credit when you're getting internet or something like that, right? So you really don't use your credit a lot. They pull your credit for internet? Yes. And for Duke. Yeah. They was like, can yeah, I have your do. social? I'm like, I'm like, for yeah, what? Why? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. What for? Like, what? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But That's they do. Wild. Yeah. They do, though. Right? So. And sometimes, of course, landlords. But, right, yeah. right. Yeah, landlords. Yeah. 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 house, yeah. you know, get housing, mm-hmm. stuff like, right? Yeah. So you're not, like, once you get a house, you're... Probably not gonna mm-hmm. you you know what I mean be getting a house every. I got a question year, about so. buying a house too. We got it's at my my sister's actually having a free home buyers uh, webinar tomorrow, so sure. I'll give you the information. I was, gonna, I was gonna say we ain't gonna be out that tomorrow. The podcast, but yeah, 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 for sure. I got you. <laughs> she always don't. She she's a realtor, um, and she does credit repair, all type of stuff. So it's in the family. Um, but yeah, I mean, when when it talks when you talk about credit, once you understand what's on your credit report, then you can just start practicing good financial behaviors. The biggest one is just paying your bills on time. Right, that's mm-hmm. the main one. If you mm-hmm. if you do that, even if you got five Klarna accounts and two credit cards, if you can just pay your minimum payment on time. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest. Now, as far as getting debt free, now you know you got to put some extra on that credit card. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, you and just I try need to get my credit utilization low. at low. zero. No. Not low. At yeah. zero. Well, I try to keep below ten percent, but I usually pay mine's. Um, I I don't pay just the minimum because right. what I do is I don't spend more than I know that I can pay off because I don't, you know, I, I want to pay don't it want before. that interest. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Absolutely. That's I, the main sure. thing. I don't want the interest. For sure. So, you know, and then you got some people that they actually, because they get uh, cash back and things like of, of that nature on their credit card, 
they'll actually pay their bills with the credit yep. card and That's then what pay I do. it all off. So, you know, it helps out, yeah. you know? I so it, you actually money. making money by exactly. paying your bills on that card. They yep. reward you. So I pay literally everything with my credit card to get the cash back yep. and just pay the bill at the end of the month. Yep. So you might get an extra $75, $100. Now you can be saving that for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you can be saving that. Fun. As, another fund. Another fund. So, um, yeah, these, I mean, cre credit is, a, while it's important, it's it's not something that you need to focus on on a daily or weekly basis. It's usually a situation that you're like, okay, I want to get a house. So let me start building my way up to that house. I want to get a new car or I want to refinance my car. Stuff like that you can you can do. Like my wife and I, we're going to refinance some things this, this year so we can lower those payments so we can put some of that money in some investment accounts so that when we are ready to get a house, a newer house, then we, you know, we're good. We didn't pay, you know, we saved more money than we would have by giving it to them and letting them make more money off of us. So that that's the that's the biggest thing, man. Credit ain't as as deep as you know it's hyped about, right? It's a lot mm -hmm. of credit repair agents and all these, you know, credit karmas and you know, Experian got an app and like mm -hmm. it's cool, but once you, I mean, once you understand, again, every everything is based around cash flow. Mm -hmm. You can have an 850 credit score and be broke. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my my um short-term goal right now is buying a house within the next, I'd say, three years. So that's why right now, well, yeah. the last couple years, I really put a lot of energy into making sure my credit was okay and um trying to make sure that my income-to-debt ratio was cool and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, yep. If you get debt free over the next five to ten years, I mean, we got a long life ahead of us after that of being able to tap into different things. So, you know, the consumer debt is is, is big, you know, and you want to make sure that yeah, you have a plan of attack, you know, and 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 really slow walk. I mean, we in you know, I'm thirty. I just turned thirty three on New Year's, and I feel like I ain't got no pressure to be this certain type of person like I I know what I want and I I don't I, I don't care if I don't reach it until I'm 60. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't really get into like I got to be a, at a certain place when I'm 35 or 40 like I know what I want 40 to look like but I also don't put a put pressure on myself to do all this extra work. I'm doing the bare minimum right now. And what most people don't realize is that the bare minimum is the sustainable stuff that that people ain't willing to do consistently. So for business, my goal ain't to speak to 100 schools a day. My goal is to speak to 30 schools a week. That's more sustainable for me because I, I, I be in schools. I got kids. I coach three basketball teams right now. Like, <laughs> I can't just say, oh, I got to speak to 100 schools because all I really want is 28 schools. 28 schools paying me $2,500 for an hour workshop is seventy thousand mm -hmm. dollars. That's all I need. I don't need. I don't need a hundred schools, but I do know I need to just stay consistent in my process, so that again, I mean, I reached out to twenty schools this week. I already got one meeting out of one of them, <laughs> off of just one. Out of twenty first time emails, I I don't know none of the twenty people that I emailed. But yet one of them already responded and I got a, I got a meeting with her in two weeks. I can do that every, every week, you know, and, and that's... 
Sister. Most people ain't willing to put that type of work. I mean, when I yeah. was doing Money Mondays, yes, yeah, it, and it's and for me, I embraced the again. I I sow seeds. That's why the book is called Money Seeds because you plant seeds, and you don't know which seed is gonna produce a harvest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if I don't sow seeds, I can't Reap. get what mm-hmm. I want. Yes. So I'm always focused on all right. What seeds can I sow? What can I, what can I do? Who can I talk? So, you know, just to talk about the pillars of Abundance University, we talk about how to earn money, manage money, invest money, how to set goals, how to manage your relationships, and then having the right mindset. Those are six things that you can control every single month of your life. So you can set up certain meetings. What, what relationships do you need to manage this, this month? Right? Who do you need to meet with? that you haven't met with, or who do you have to continue to meet with? Because I got accountability partners that we talk every week, right, to keep me in order. When it comes to my mindset, I got the right mindset because I got the right principles that I live by and the money seeds. I also, I know how to, I know how to, I know my goals. I have clear, I have a clear vision on my goals. And not only do I have a clear vision, I also have a clear understanding on how I'm going to get the goals. Talk about investing. I understand what I need to do to invest my time, my energy, and my talents. I, I double, a, a lot of entrepreneurs don't have retirement set up. So I'm trying to teach more, more uh, entrepreneurs around me, you need to set up your, your IRA. Like, we got people in the city that can set it up. I got, my, I got mine set up. Like, I, my old job, I, I just transferred what was in that Roth IRA into one that's specifically for me in Abundance University. Every 15th of the month, I'm putting, like, it comes out of my personal account into my investment account. Because I'm not going to be speak. I don't want to speak to kids at 50, like, (laughs) let alone 65. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, we're setting those things up. You talk about managing money. Told y'all I use personal capital. I'm looking at my finances every single day. And it don't take a long time. Just five minutes, Right. Um, I follow people on social media that's talking about these things. I listen to other podcasts that's talking about the things that's going to help me with what I want, whether it's talking, you know, earn your leisure, table for three, like all of these, you know, these, we have all of this information and it's about you being intentional on it. You know what I mean? When it comes to earning money, I know how to, I know how to earn money. And for those of you that's listening to this and you want to earn more money, you have to treat what you do great as a potato. So there's some people that they see a, a regular potato and they don't like it. But if they see it in the form of a French fry, they like it. If they see it in the form of a hash brown, they like it. If they see it in the form of potato wedges, they like it. So you just serve up what you do great to, and serve it to people how they want it. Mm-hmm. So you, if, if you work a job right now, you just figure out how you can be a freelance person and get more clients outside of your job because whatever you're doing on the daily basis is somebody that can do that 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 you can do that for on a virtual space whether it's a virtual assistant or whether you just contract it you know if there's a there's a um company called AngelList it's a it's it's like a career builder but it's for startups so whatever you're doing in your company you can go work for a startup startup and not only will they probably pay you more some startups actually give you equity in the company. 
So you can go to, I think it's called Angel. The website is like angel.co, C-O, and you can create a profile and then it matches you to jobs and, or startups, you know, that have jobs for you. So that that we don't have to worry about, again, people giving us opportunity. We got to create it. You know right. what I mean? And that that's that's the biggest thing for me. Like I, I'm not after, uh, I'm not after anything that I can't get myself. Right, <laughs> right. That's actually why I decided to go back to school. Um, where I'm working at, I've been working there for ten, over ten years. Actually, eleven years this week. Um, but yeah, thank you. Um, but the job that I do now, because I you know I've been promoted. A few times. I've been there for forever. Um, I work in the finance department, and it made me want to go to school for accounting. So that's why I went ahead and went to, I do a lot of accounting functions in my job. But I know that either if I stay there or if I go somewhere else, they're not going to be able to pay me, you know, what I feel like I want to mm-hmm. be paid because I don't have, you know, enough education, like, to back up what I, you know, but... With the experience and education, I, I think I'll be good. So that's what made me want to go back to school. Well, and you let me know when you're done because <laughs> there's so many people that need that service in the city. It's a mm-hmm. gold mine. Cincinnati a gold mine when it comes to financial uh, mm-hmm. services, you know, whether it's bookkeeping, accounting, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It's people that, I mean, they got money. That It's a lot of money being made in Cincinnati from small businesses, and they just mm-hmm. looking for somebody to pay to ha- handle that, so... Uh, I can't wait till you finish, man. I can't wait till I'm finished either. The new semester starts on Tuesday. I'm like, mm. I'm ready to be done with this part of it. But <laughs> it's it's an investment into myself. For sure. And, um, sure. Speaking of investments, um, if I don't know how to invest, like, you know, stock market, things like that, how how do I get started? Where, where do I start at? Where should I go? Um, I mean, you can literally get on... Google or YouTube, you can watch some videos, get educated on, like, the terminology. Uh, we got, like, investment jargon in the back of uh, the Money Seeds book. So, I mean, it's just being familiar with the language because uh, sometimes uh, we look at CNN or— It can be intimidating. Yeah, it can be intimidating. you just like, man, that's—I can't learn that, but you can. You know, again, you got podcasts like Earn Your Leisure uh, that do— mar- they do Market Mondays every Monday. Uh, where they go live and and discuss the things that uh, are hot. Uh, But specifically, as far as starting an investment account and things like that, you can literally do it from, you can get on E-Trade, you can download the E-Trade app. You can, you know, start as small as $5 a month on apps like Acorns. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what I use. I I put $5 a month into, like, my Acorns account, um, the E-Trade E-Trade app, I'm about to start some uh, custodial accounts for my kids um, so that we can, you know, just pump in. Like, if they get... So what we're going to do is when they get birthday money, we're going to put half in a custodial account and then they can put half... They can spend the other half. Um, So that's what we're going to do with them. Um, But the custodial account, you can put stocks in and, you know, you can invest in index funds. So you think of like... You think of like a... A sport, right? The NBA. Um, would it be wise to uh, own, you know, one one team, or would you want to 
own a portion of all 30 teams, right? Because that one team that you own, they might go downhill. But you got these, if you invest in all 30, now you got, you 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 investing in the NBA champion every year then. Mm-hmm. You guaranteed the you like you guarantee a yeah. part in that championship, right? Because you have all you're connected to all thirty, so all thir- one of the thirty gonna always win it. <laughs> but so that's like mutual. That's that's like my comparison to what a mutual fund or an, an index fund is: is that you're investing in the top companies, and again, if one drops, you got all these other ones holding you up. You want to invest long term. Uh, so, you know, don't look at what's going on on TV. Like, oh, it's a market crash and stuff like that. I ain't lost no money in a few years. And I, I don't actively look at my stuff. I just understand that I'm not going to touch that money for a long time. I'm 33. So I'm not going to retire or tap into the retirement portion of it for a long time. Because a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be tapping into going to be from my business anyway. You know, we're trying to set up some passive income uh, through... Um, you know, new curriculum that we trying to write to sell to schools and, again, get get them contracts like they do in the NBA. So you just want to you just want to make sure that, again, you are, you you're not investing money that you need right. next week <laughs> and um, continue to educate yourself and continue to be around other people that um, that can that can support your decision to be an investor. Everybody ain't, ain't ain't ready for it, and it's okay. And I think, again, that's my biggest thing. I, I hate cyber, cyber bullying when it comes to adults. You know, like, if you ain't talking about business with your friends, then you need some new friends. Like, nah, I don't. Like, my day ones, I don't want to talk about business. Yeah, I want to talk about when we was in the club in 2012, <laughs> how lit it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to always talk about business and money. And I no. think that's because I talk about it so much but you know you don't need uh, that. that's not the, the goal is I want my friends happy and mm-hmm. having a million dollars in a bank account ain't what my what defines happiness for a lot of my my day ones yeah you social I mean? media can get a little um intimidating about the money because it's so many people like you know friends family I see them like post certain stuff about you know what money they getting or what I ain't got I ain't got time if we ain't talking about this or that and I'm like why like mm-hmm. why would I want to come to Thanksgiving if you want to sit down and talk about you know and said like no nah, I'm cool yeah, like, I don't even when I'm at Thanksgiving I'm like but I'm just trying to watch these games yeah. I don't want to talk about your investment portfolio I, I don't uh, know what crypto do you, do is. Do all your family hit you with the financial question? Well, Most, you say your sister is do uh, financial Yeah, she cool too. too. Yeah, so, she, so we, we don't talk about it a lot, but, you know, they ask me questions. But, I mean, I just got them to the resources. I don't be, I don't be trying to talk about that. I do want to know what they, you know, what they up to and how can, right. how can I support them. That's right. my, that'd be my biggest thing. Like, I ain't about to tell you to, hey, you need to be doing it. I ain't that, like, yeah. guy, I ain't that financial guy that's going to be, you start investing in Bitcoin, like nah, like it, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't that deep for me. At yeah, all. nah, I, absolutely. Like you said, you want to make sure everybody make the right. Like my dad, he called me the other night. He actually is um in the process of selling uh, his house, so he was calling me because um he was asking that I want a piece of furniture or something like that. I'm like, sure, I'll take it or whatever. So then he said, um, how you been? I said I've been all right, and he was like. 
Okay. He was like, well, you know, it's the beginning of the year. And, you know, I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to lecture you or anything, but did you start putting more money in your deferred comp yet? I'm like, <laughs> I told you. I got it set up every year to increase by $10. He was like, no, you need to put more money in, you know, than what I'm yeah. putting in now. He said, it's pre-tax. You're not going to miss that money, Deanna. <laughs> it's just going to be just like the tax. I'm like, okay, Dad. I'll look at it. Matter of fact, well, I'll come over. That's different, though. Yeah, that's pops. Yeah, I know. So. But he don't hit me with that all the time. Yeah, it's about every pops. once in a while. Yeah, and he said, you know, because he worked for the company I work for. He likes when I... Um, he didn't retire. He got let go over some other stuff. He like when I when I left, I had this much money. Think about it. You started there when you were this young. Think about how much money you can have. I said, okay, well, I'll come over and we can sit down and we can look at it together. Yeah, and he right. was out, you know, he was well, very happy him, about though. it. Yeah. My daddy didn't do none of that. I could have I, I could have went to college for free. He was, dad, in the, he was in the military. Oh, I could have used the GI Bill and I ain't know. Yeah, my dad, he just Look. got into that. He got into that when he was old, much older. You know what I'm right, saying? So right, right. he he wants different for my sister and I. Um, like, he didn't buy his first house until he was um, well into his 40s. Yeah, 40s. So um, he just wants... And now this is second house. And he bought that house. Like, he... Don't, he's, it's not a mortgage. She's selling it. He's going to get all that money. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, and it's it. more than what he he paid for. Because, you know, you put money into mm-hmm. it and you invest into it, which he always tells me about houses. Like, it's like a bank, Deanna. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to buy a house. So he got into things like that later in life. So I feel like he just wanted my sister and I to learn things uh, earlier than he did. Because... Um, that's good, man. That's how it should be, man. I mean, we're we're working on um, teaching people how to really get generational wealth. That's why you know, that's I love what you do because I want, especially black people, to know stuff younger. We don't learn about yeah. this yeah. type of stuff. We learn about how to buy the new Jays or the PS5. We don't even learn it. It's just, it's in us. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't want that drop that happened. You know, I don't even buy Jays. But that last hey. drop, I, I no wanted those ones. I don't have no more shoes on my phone. No. You took the shoe apps off your phone? Listen, nah. These shoes Shayla almost got me. Well, she bought look, them, but she got fucked I'm on over. corporate though looking, yeah. but... Yeah. They so oh, fire. Dude, they no, they are so mean. Shoot, they hey. Yeah. yeah. We gonna be like fly. When, I, when okay. I show you these, you're gonna be like, yo, those are like you to a fucking T. I'll be in some ducks tomorrow. Oh my god! Aren't those hard as fuck? Those I like those. Are those so uh huh. She got them custom made, and then uh, they never shipped them to her. They stole her money. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of scammers that online sucks. too. It is, it is. Did somebody man. scam you on some hair? Girl, <laughs> they, they gave me. Sorry. Got a nightmare. <laughs> I see your, I see your face. <laughs> you see why? You get know what I'm saying? She Deanna, had a flashback. Deanna, don't bring up my trauma. It's <laughs> like that. Nah, I was. I'm sorry, yeah. man. Y'all ever had one of them people try to um get you to come on a free trip, trip, but just so you can like view a timeshare? Mm-mm. Okay, so uh, are you talking about like if they invite you to the <laughs> meeting and then if you go to the meeting they give you a free trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so yeah, yeah. I, I, they called me, but it's because I signed up for something else online, like some type of sweet states, and you know they <laughs> they give out your information when you sign up for sweet states. So it's like, did you sign up for something on Groupon or something like? That? I said yeah, and they was like, well, we want to offer you a free trip to either it was Orlando. 
Pigeon Forge and I forget the other place. It was three places. And I was like, well, Orlando. Yeah, I think it's going through the motions with them now. And they was like, okay, well, it'll only be $150 for an all-inclusive trip. But the only thing is you have to commit at least six hours on this day to come to the timeshare presentation. And that's when, you know, they try to sell you on mm -hmm. buying a timeshare. And I'm pretty good at saying no. So I'm like, Okay, well, you know, tell me more about it. Sure. So then we get to the part where it's like, okay, so all we need then is a credit or debit card for the 150 I said, baby, I'm not giving you my credit or debit card information yeah. over this phone. And you just not... It's like, do you think it's a scam? I said, I don't know, to be honest, but I don't feel comfortable with it. You're Damn, telling you're me funny. you're not sending me an email or anything or nothing first. You just want me to give you my bank information. Nah, I'm cool. So I, my friend, so I got fraud. the phone, my mm -hmm. uh, co-worker, she if was I don't like... have your number, you shouldn't be calling me. Nope. My okay. co-worker was don't like, Hannah, that's real. Even if you have my number, you <laughs> still just text me. Man, you, she you was funny. like, she was like, my sister got a free trip, well, a, a very affordable trip like that. I said, nah, I just don't feel comfortable with it. I feel like yeah. when I was younger, I probably would have been like, sure, my card number is, but I'm like, I, I, mm -hmm. I would much rather save up. <laughs> that's yeah. why I said, I said, I'd rather just yeah. save up for the yeah. trip. Yeah. I'm cool. Like <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's, yeah, nah, it's crazy, man. That, I mean, and that, that, that is, but how do y'all feel while we talking about the six hundred dollars? Anything that's zelled over six hundred dollars, you have to report it or whatever. Uh, that's so, not just Zell. Yeah, that's everything. Cash, yes, cash app, Venmo. I yep. think, and so, Granted, so I, don't I think do. it's it's. I think it's a good. To me, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I've done my Googles on it actually. Mm -hmm. I think it's a I good thing <laughs> for business owners because what what a lot of people fail to realize is that when you talk, let's let's just look at. Houses. We're not going to... A lot of us aren't going to get these older houses and just refurbish them. We want new houses, open concept. Like, we want the works. That costs money. When you're a business owner, I know everybody want to be like Jeff Bezos and not pay taxes. However... He doesn't pay, his business doesn't pay taxes. That doesn't mean they don't pay taxes as far as corporate taxes and things, you know, other stuff like that. But also it's, it's important to track your money in a way to where it shows that you are growing your money and that you are able to pay yourself. Because when you start getting these new houses and, fight, you know, trying to get financing, if you're only saying that you, you know, your business made, $150,000, but you wrote off all this stuff and you ain't, you know, add the extra 70000 that you could have made through cash out back, you know what I mean? If this was like last mm -hmm. year and it's saying you only made 40000 you're not getting no loan with no... no you said what no, you, you said. You only made 40000 according to this. So mm -hmm. I think it really is going to challenge people to make sure that you're accounting for everything um, in a way, because I mean, my... Cash App is connected to my business account. So, I mean, I know what, you know, I make from it. But to report it, I'm, I mean, I, I don't mind it because, again, I, I do, like, when you got good paperwork, things open up for you. Mm -hmm. And when you when you try to, you know, finesse the system that is, the system is the finesse. So you just got to make sure you, you're mindful of that stuff. That That's that's small stuff compared to where you're trying to be. You yeah. should be focused on how can you, you know, 
how can you sign deals that's going to give you bulk customers? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you, how can you, again, like for us, like, yeah, we, we want to speak at 20 colleges, but we are already working on uh, speaking at this event that colleges go to. So I'm plotting on stuff like that. Like, I, I'd rather focus my energy on, like, how can I get deeper with the clientele that I'm trying to serve? I ain't worried. That's why I'm going to pay, pay her. She the accountant. I right. should let her worry about that. That's what I pay. That's what you pay your people for, your your professionals. When you got the the right professionals on your team, that little stuff like that don't it don't matter. You know what I mean? And we we go in business and we go to these, you know, we get into these professions to just be great. You know what I mean? Like why I should have to worry about my finances. Now I'm mindful of them, but when it comes to business finances, that's why I use QuickBooks Self Employed, and that's why I I have meetings with my tax. <laughs> person like I don't have to worry about those things and neither should you you just need to set up the right systems and be around the right people and just do be, do right business if you're doing right business you ain't gonna worry about us oh, over 600 like you know it's always been like that if you work for a school if you work in the school system if you do an after school program and you and they pay you over $600 they're gonna send you a 1098 or a 1099 mm-hmm. so What's the difference between the school sending me that and then Cash App sending me? Right. They ain't no different. Still, it's, it's a legal document. So right. I'm not going to not put the 1099 on there from West High, you know what I mean, or Cincinnati Public. So why, if I'm not going to hide that, why why do I feel like I got to hide something from Zelle or mm-hmm. Cash App or something like that? So you you it, it, that's small stuff. And again, we it, it is petty because, I mean, obviously it came from like, the, the government, you know, and they made the announcement like that, but man, it ain't nothing to, ain't nothing to just. Get your underwear and not. Yeah, just, <laughs> just keep doing what you was doing. It ain't gonna affect you. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people that's uh, been very upset about that. See, um, I mean, yeah, damn near every Zell, one of our clients. I love Zell. I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. You cash and tax or you tax and cash app now? Mm-hmm. Got to. <laughs> yeah, me. We don't own these. Th- we don't own these companies, and it, you know these these uh, fintech is 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 very interesting because it's hard to really tap into it anyway. But then the regulations that come with finances is very very strenuous. I mean, even if you're a financial advisor, there's certain things you can't even post. You can't even sh- like if you make a post. And I shared, and I'm a financial advisor. They can like if it don't fit their compliance, they you can be fly. like, "Hey, you need to take that down." We have ain't got that nothing to do with finances though. <laughs> but if it says something that has like it's it's crazy, and that's why I chose to do. That's another reason why I chose this area of like being a financial coach and teaching financial literacy. I don't want to be regulated like that. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to move how I want to move. I want to be able to say what I want to say. Uh, and I want to be able to charge what I want to charge. So that, you know, being a financial planner, um, certified financial planner, it's 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 good for a lot of people. You know, I'm interviewing one of my guys who, who does financial planning next week on my podcast. And, you know, that's his, he, I mean, he's the epitome of it, man. But he likes it, you know, so more power to him. 
So you need just, you know, you find your lane and you continue to right. continue to get to it. Just like you being an accountant. You could you could have did a lot, went a lot of ways with mm-hmm. finances, but you're doing the yeah. one that makes sense for you. Like, I'm already yeah. doing this. I might as well get this little degree and get, you know what I mean, get to that bigger see, bag. Right. Be <laughs> play yeah. smarter. Mm-hmm. Play smarter. That's the mm-hmm. main thing. Just not checkers. <laughs> That gives me a lot to think about, you know, when you have dedicated so much time to what you, you know, if you're good at doing something, why yeah. not build upon that? Yeah. So it gives you, you know, That's the, I love that. Initially, I that. when I um, graduated high school, when I went to college, I wanted to be a psychologist. And I realized I don't, I didn't <laughs> want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm not one to um, stay somewhere and keep, you know, I, I I I had loans. I wasn't paying out of pocket. Keep doing something. I know that I'm not happy for a building either debt or spending your money. So I stopped. You know, I went in the workforce full time and then I grew into something that I enjoyed to do. Um, so yeah. yeah. Like my it sister. It all flow natural, seems yeah. like. My sister, she has a degree in criminal justice. She does social work. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, she, she doesn't, I'm not going to say she enjoys it, but she felt a lot of pressure, you know, mm-hmm. to finish school, get a degree yeah. from our parents. They don't have any, you know. And after her, I felt pressure myself, but then I was like, I ain't going to hold you. I love I my parents, but y'all ain't paying for this. So you're right. not going to make me feel like And I, I think, too, to, you got to do it on your time. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you do what you want to do with the time God allowed you and then allow people else to do that. Because mm-hmm. I think that's like education is very important, but I also think that there are other avenues for people to take. Yeah. And I honestly, experience, yeah, experience. that's what I'm so saying. Like stuff. there are so, those trade schools, those are awesome. Butler Tech, those type of programs, mm-hmm. cool. Giving people other options. Because yeah. not so, everybody but, uh, is. But, and then also, going to college abroad. So yeah. like you can be an American and you you can go to college for two thousand dollars a year, not a semester. Yeah, a Canada year. ain't they, you know what I mean? Like that's that's like less than Cincinnati Man, State. Listen, they want to <laughs> so, trade for some bacon or some. It's like nah, I'm gonna <laughs> go up there. That's um, good though. I never knew that because I was trying to get in. I told you I got into Liberty University, mm-hmm. trying to do life coaching and just trying to get all that set up. But did you do your FAFSA? Yeah, it's about nine k. That's how much they're charging me a year. I guess a semester for online. So it's expensive. So you're not getting a Pell Grant or anything? So they didn't give me a lot from okay. my understanding. Okay. So I'm thinking about going through my, again, US, my job and seeing what avenue I can take. Exactly. But yeah. that means that my plan will That's be what... having to stay. You feel what I'm saying? So we're going to see. Yeah, I got a Pell Grant. I got, a, I got like my first semester back, it was like $200 I had to pay out of pocket. And then this semester, is it was like 150 but so I said I'm going to apply for scholarships. And so in doing so, I had to reach out and get references. So my current uh, boss, who was actually the interim CFO, and then my old boss, I, bo- I asked both them. My current boss, she said, sure, absolutely. She said, and send over your, um, your, the, the invoice you got for any books you bought and for the your tuition. She was like, I'm going to see if I can get you reimbursed. And we don't, but they're working on trying to do tuition reimbursement, but you you never know. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You really got to... And just fill out those scholarships. Right. Yep, you know I mean? absolutely. Get on, um, what's that, Scully? 
Scully. Okay. Yeah, so you create a profile. It's like two $2.99 a month. Uh, but it's it matches you to every like once you create that profile, it then matches you to every scholarship you uh I'm gonna get on that. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, it's been I'm it's a guy named institutional scholarship. It's yeah. a it's a guy named Chris Gray. So he went to like Drexel or something <laughs> like that. He had like four, he got personally himself like four million dollars in scholarships. Wow. Jesus Christ. Um and a lot of his friends was having to drop out because they ain't had the funds. He was like, how I get all this money? And I got friends that, you know, don't get access. So he created Scholarly. He's been around. Like, some of the, you know, he got a lot of backing. Like, he was on um, Shark Tank years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this it was around the I same time I started the Bunnage University, like, that I started learning about him. But, yeah, like, Scholarly is an app that we share with kids all the time. I'm a board member on a couple scholarship foundations for uh, incoming uh, kids, man, for college. One is for HBCUs, and then the other one, you I mean, pretty much can go anywhere, but... But yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a lot of re- like that's the thing in 2022 is so many resources, man. Like mm-hmm. it's just really about doing the work, you know. Again, I used to, you know, before I start working, I actually said like when I because I I was thinking about starting a fintech company, and I was like, you know what, I'm a every morning once I when I get back from dropping the kids off to school. I'm going to just watch a 10-minute video on fintech company. I just want to learn more about it. I'm fascinated about fintech, you know, and how can I merge my um, my my teaching with the, you know, the products and services and stuff. So, you know, um, I'm just always, I'm, I'm, I'm always eager to learn stuff. And I think if you, that's what separates people. Uh, they don't, a lot of people aren't willing to, Again, sacrifice. I ain't even a sacrifice. Just re- redirect their attention. Right. You know what I mean? They they write sc- scroll on Facebook all day, or you know, watch all the episodes of you know Insecure or something. Like I ain't never seen Insecure. <laughs> I love. I, oh, I, 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 I plan please, on. Please, please get into it. When I plan, you, I plan when on it. Seen season one. Yeah, I plan on it, but I mean, at hey. the same time, like broken great. pussy. Hey, I will go off. I love Issa Rae. I think she's phenomenal as a black woman. How successful oh, she yeah, is no, being. I love Issa. I just but I love to. Watch. It's really good. And see, I got on it late too. I'm not one that watches seasons when it first come out. I kind of like. She to. don't watch a lot of TV anyway. I, I don't. I don't need. I, don't I mean, I watch stuff with room. the with the misses, man. But I, I just. Uh, Are man, you a reader I, writer? I don't know. I don't even know what to consider myself, man. I just be out here. You watch sports, yeah. of course. I don't even watch a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. My favorite team, my favorite, I got one favorite team. My favorite team is the Raiders. And I rarely even watch them. For like, the, I don't really, you know, For the second time today. <laughs> I'm just playing. What time? Do they play tomorrow or they Sunday? They tomorrow at 4.30. Okay. I'm going to watch the game just because, again, history going to be broken uh, for saying. one of them teams. Okay. <laughs> but. You know, because they both been on droughts. Just the Bengals was a little, uh, been longer, but like they yeah. both ain't won playoffs in 20 years. So mm-hmm. it'll be, uh, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I think, you know, don't make, don't make time for other people making money than you making money. Mm-hmm. Like some people literally make a whole evening shaped around a show that they love. And it's like, mm-hmm. I get that, but like, so you spend more time planning for watching Scandal or How to Get Away with Murder or Insecure or Power than you did your own goals. Like, that's just weird to me. And I just mm-hmm. never had, you know, 
I never was the type that needed to be around something like that. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. when I was younger, even before I had my business, I never, like, oh, I got to what Like, I, I don't really mm-hmm. be having that. That don't interest me. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in, again, being around my people. Have a um, that I, you know, have, you know, that I have a relationship with. And, you know, I can support and 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 do that eventually. But, like, I want, I want, I want what I want. You know what I mean? And, and I don't let nothing get in the way of that. Like, I can't, you know, again, I done wrote, like, in 2020, I wrote two books, you uh-huh. know? So, it's like, people are like, how you do that? I'm like, because I just sat down and wrote them. Like, it ain't a <laughs> science. Like, it's, I'm you sit now. down, and you come up with a vision, and you just, okay. Again, you sow seeds. Like, so every day I would dedicate 30 minutes to writing, you know? And, you know, can you th- dedicate 30 minutes to your health. Can you dedicate 30 minutes to your wealth? You know what I mean? Can you read 10 pages a day? Like, again, can you do the bare minimum? That Like, if you don't take nothing else from, like, what we talking about, like, just do your bare minimum. My bare minimum is, is it makes me feel good about. Mm-hmm. I don't try to do above and beyond my bare minimum. It has a negative connotation in corporate America, but in your reality, in your life, you don't just do the bare minimum. Like, mm-hmm. do the bare minimum that you know you can be consistent on, whether you can work out three days a week or seven days a week. Just do the bare minimum. Like, if, okay. if and, and man, it, it, it would be amazing. Like, where I'm at in business, man, I, I promise you, I'm not, I ain't do nothing special. Like, I don't really feel like I did nothing special to be here, like, and to have three books and the you know, be on the cusp of, you know, having, you know, six figures come come to my brand just off of, like, the bare minimum. Like, it's crazy where we about to be at this year. We only, you know, again, halfway through January. I'm like, man, this year about to be crazy. But it's just because we sow seeds. And that's all yes, I sir. focus on every single day. What can I sow? I don't work eight hours in my business a day. I ain't got that type of time. I coach three basketball teams right now. But I'll tell you one thing, I can do four or five tasks a day. That might only take me four hours. And I'm cool if I only do two. Because I know I got seven, six more days in a week. Right. I don't try to so cram a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in my day. I also get up at five in the morning. Woo. So I work out before I do anything else. Yeah, getting my body right. So before we get out of here... One last question because it is tax season is upon us. What <laughs> is the best way for people to maximize their income tax return money? Um, just make a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, you might want to get a new car. I don't. My car paid for it. You might want to pay off debt. Then, you know, mm-hmm. again, make that plan um, and execute on it. You know, es- estimate how much you, you know, you might want to do multiple things with your tax you know, return. Um, but just have a plan for it and, and be okay with executing that plan. Um, and don't let anybody else tell you what else to do with your money. You know what your goals are. You know, put your money where your goals are and uh, stick to it. Don't don't let anybody sway you on that. Right. Do you pay your taxes quarterly or yearly? Yearly. Yeah, if I do them yearly... Um, because I'm, you know, a uh, uh, um, single member LLC. I mean, it's it's set up just as like I'm in a, you know, W two. So, 
Um, yeah, I pay it. I pay it. Uh, I pay it yearly, just like mostly everybody else. Um, but I also so I, I teach people how to put away money when it, like when you have a business. You know, you want to have four business accounts for that one business. You want to have a tax account where you contribute in fifteen percent of your revenue per month, a profit account that's five percent. Operating expenses, which is 30, and then you pay yourself no more than 50%. So um, so you have an owner's compensation account. And this, I didn't create this myself. I got it from um, a book called Profit First. Um, it's, called, it's by Michael uh, Michalowicz. Um, it's on Amazon. He has, he has a podcast. He used to have a, it used to be called Profit First, but it's called something else now. But literally shows you the formula based on your revenue. This is how much you should be. Uh, this is the allocation percentage. So, you know, just trying to be mindful of that because when you're an entrepreneur, you pay taxes last mm-hmm. and people ain't used to that. So um, it's important to put away money. It's important to put away money, period, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you can live on 10% of your income? Mm-hmm. What if one day you can, like, you had 90% of your income going towards something else other than living expenses? That'd be mm-hmm. dope. You know, and everybody won't get there, but wouldn't it be dope to just experience not having to always make money to to live? Mm-hmm. You know, that's financial happiness, man. Just being able to wake up and be joyful about life and not stressing about how I'm going to pay bills or, oh, man, I got to wait till tax season to do certain things. That's, you know, take take the next 10 years to work on your goals. Don't don't feel like you got to do it all in 2022. I like that. Me too. Um, actually, I do have one more question. Okay, so at the most <clears throat> the most basic um, way, like I have a four year old. What is the what at what age and what is the easiest way to start teaching a child about uh, financial responsibility? Um, as as early as they can count. Because if they can count numbers, then they can count pennies. Right. They can count dollars. Um, so you want, I mean, and, and again, don't don't feel pressured that you yeah, got to, no. you know, do yeah. it when they... Like yeah, <laughs> six just, months old. Yeah, but, you know, again... <laughs> Not Google Gaga dollar. Y'all have to be yourself. No, that's... Say 401k? You cannot get paid literally. Wrong. Nah, um, but you know what? Would you be saying about, uh, why, uh, we got food in the house? Yeah. That's probably my early... Like, uh, no, yeah. not getting on yeah. McDonald's. We got food. Well, first of all, McDonald's ain't real food. Yeah, no, nah, I've never really, really I've there. never really oh, been into man. McDonald's. Your, the fries the only thing. My mom said that I was going to never were into Happy Meals. That ain't food, though. That's, you, that is, that's the beverage. The, <laughs> the frappe is good, too. When they were, but that girl. Ain't food. But you want to, you again, just really it's about setting up systems around the, you know, around your children. So, again, we want to, generational wealth is, you know, setting up real accounts that they can, you know, they can outlive you. You know, you think of Benjamin Franklin, you know, when he died, he left $4,000 uh, to the cities of Philadelphia and New England, mm-hmm. but they couldn't touch it for a hundred years. And then when they could touch it, they can only touch a portion. And then the rest of it had to be in there for another 100 years. Mm-hmm. So he died in 1790, 1990 comes, one of the cities had 4.5 million. The other 
City had two million off of a one-time four thousand dollar investment. What if you did that for your family? What if what's your last name? Tinsley. What if you had a Tinsley account <laughs> and you only put in five thousand dollars this year and and it just grew and then you put it in your will and, and in a trust that they can't your family can't touch it for 50 years, every 50 years starting after you pass away, yeah. right? Oh, wow. So every 50 years, your great, great, greats get to touch it and touch a portion of it. And what can they do with it? You tell them. You either going to use this money to pay off debt that you accumulated being goofy because we ain't teach us that, that our family, you know what I mean? You teach right. your family difference. Or like, you paying off debt first, you buy assets, Right? Them the only two things you could do. You either paying off debt or buying assets. A right. real asset, not a Ferrari. Right. You got to buy an asset that will be in a portfolio. And then guess what? That's only a portion. We did the numbers one time. After 100 years of being gone, like the 5,000 group, like it ended up being something crazy. Like it was something crazy. But again, every 50 years, they can only touch 20% or 25%. In 200 years, that 25% could be $5.5 billion right. that your family mm. now has access to. That's real generational wealth. Generational wealth ain't having all these businesses. Because if you die, my, my son probably don't want to be a financial coach. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I didn't start the business for him. I really think my my middle child gonna be the CEO, honestly. Like her personality just fits it. But I ain't banking on that. I ain't, you know what I mean? So it's like, let's set up them accounts where, again, something happened to you, can your family's legacy still be alive? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that's what you want to do. So being somebody who has kids, don't feel pressured to always have to feed them finances and stuff like that. Again, you can teach them about dollars, take them to the bank. Um, there's, there's books uh, for kids, you know what I mean, on Amazon that you can buy. Um, I am. I, I think I am gonna end up doing this, but I do want to do a word problem book for kids about money. So like, it can be like, you know, uh, Lawrence needed uh, needed to go to Timeless Studios to record his podcast. They charge seventy five dollars an hour. He his podcast is three hours. How much does he have to pay? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's more relatable than Johnny had five apples. When last time you had an apple? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So how you have five and now yeah. you're giving two away? Like, that's just not, that's not real word problems right. for mm -hmm. us. So I want to do, I want to do one uh, when it come to like our that. culture. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to work on that this year. That's going to be something we do. Okay. Well, we are closing in on our last five minutes. I want to make sure everybody had time to plug anything they need to plug. Um... <laughs> We can start with you, Lawrence, because I was on, I was on your website. You have a lot going on. So, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, honestly, man, we we have something for everybody. So for uh, young people, if you if you have kids or if you're you you have younger siblings or relatives, they can get the Money Seeds Thirty Financial Principles for the Next Generation book. Um, they can you can sign them up for our Patreon. Uh, that's $5 a month, and they get the actual uh, online lessons. Um, if you're an adult, you need one-on-one -on -one coaching, you go to AbundanceUniversity.net um, and, you know, again, so, you know, get a consultation. 
and again, just get started on your finances. We also have merch. Uh, we have the There's Food at Home hoodies and T-shirts. We have the Invest in Black Women apparel. Um, we have the If Abundance Was a Person apparel. So, I mean, again, man, and, and ultimately, again, just follow. I, I would say if you don't have any money, you still want free game. You can listen to the Money Mondays podcast that's available everywhere. Podcasts are being streamed as well as follow me on Facebook and, and Instagram because uh, I I kind of, like, am addicted to social media. So I was posting a lot before I even had a business. So uh, <laughs> now I got a purpose, so I try to give ultimate value. So, What's your Instagram? Uh, Lawrence Kane Jr. is the Instagram. Also, Abundance University uh, is our Instagram, too. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, support. And again, if you got something you got going on, reach out. And, you know, we just trying to support people. So it ain't really about me. It's about how can I help other people. Jaylen, you need to plug anything today, ma'am? I'm going to plug Timeless. Thank you, guys, for allowing us to record. Lawrence Kane Jr. got a ring to it. We love it. Yeah, it Thank you for being ring. so informative. I was able to take away some things, so I'm very excited. Um, like you said, ain't no rush. Why you got to cram it all in one year? You that's know what I'm fact. saying? That look, that's the burden I mean, right there. I need Shit. to hear that. <laughs> okay. okay. But um, definitely want to plug inside the J myself on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And guys, I'm redoing my blog site. So we going to just pray. Slow, <laughs> slow steps. But it's up. Yep. It's up. That's, that's the theme for this year. It's up. Yes, it is. Up and stuck. Um, I just want to obviously plug. Table for Three podcast. Um, go listen to Tyler's two singles. You know, okay. I seen yeah. him share one the other day, and I was like, I was sharing it constantly, but I'll be waiting for Tyler to put out new stuff. But go support Tyler. Maybe if he get, maybe y'all can convince him to put out more music. <laughs> um, definitely plug Timeless. Um, Lawrence's wife has a great blog. <laughs> Seriously, no. Like, her Instagram, I love the way that it's, um, um, it, it's just, it's, I love it. I appreciate it. It inspires that. me to really want to get serious with my blog. Um, so, go follow, go follow Lawrence's wife. The Ashley Kane. Yeah. Ashley with two E's. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Kane. But, uh, yeah, no, I Invest in black that. women. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram if you want to, guys. I don't, I don't post too much. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, um, what I want my, niche to be. You know what I mean? mean so that's what it is. Um, mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Follow me. I have a blog website. I haven't posted in a while, but yeah. And I think that's all I want to plug, Chris. Uh, I don't have anything crazy to plug. Uh, I have been reading this book that I recommend to everyone, especially coming from me who doesn't read books. Last time I read a book <laughs> was like 12 years ago. Mm. So, uh, I've been reading this book. I'm only like three chapters in. It's called the Four Agreements by uh, mm. Don Miguel Ruiz. Phenomenal book. Uh, it's a practical guide to personal freedom if you're mm. spiritual at all. or uh, Is just... that the not taking things personally? Is it like four sections of what they target? Uh, something that it's... I printed out. It's... My... No, not necessarily. Okay. It's more just like how to maneuver in this world in a 
positive way mm-hmm. and breaking molds and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need to read that. And I'm sorry. I thought of the word that I was stuck on. Curated. I love the way her Instagram is curated. Okay. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, she spends a lot of... T- my, my wife is close to being a perfectionist when it comes to her stuff, man. So she puts a lot of work in. I try to support her the best way I can and, you know, be a part of it because she's opening up her uh, her life to people. You know what I mean? She, she's, she's talking about marriage. She's talking about her professional life. She's talking about being a mother, you know, self-care and how that's important. So I'll be forcing her to be on her self-care stuff because I choose me first every day. <laughs> um, and it ain't, I mean, but I feel like if I'm not good, I can't be good yeah, for her. But, and again, yeah, I want to no. be married for, for for the rest of my life. So I got to make sure I, you know, be, I've on, learned be that proactive. Over the and, last year or so. Yeah. That if you're not at 100%, you can't give anybody anything. Like, mm-hmm. I seen, I'm sorry, we out of time, but I got to say this real quick because it really resonated with me. Um, about you can't give you can't give people from what you need. You can only give from like your what's what's left. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what's left from the overflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that. It was a meme. It's crazy. I'm getting stuff from memes now. But you can only give people <laughs> your overflow. You can't give them what you actually need. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We love so, to make it. Yeah, but, I mean, put um, yourself first. Yeah, I'm sorry, Chris, that we went over a little bit, but um, um, this is episode 75, Table for Three podcast. Um, we had a great time. Thank you for joining us, Lawrence. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank um, you. Peace. peace.